0: This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis riding out on old Dan again at this time, blazing the path to the of Center. Come on, Dan. Come on, old lazy thing. Let's get up. Let's get a getting. Give out the gospel to a lost and dying world. Isn't it grace, Dan, to be able to give out the gospel here, there, and yonder, wherever. Give it out to these folks who hear the old Trailblazer all over the world. Also, our radio missions website, www.radiomissions.org, and folks all over the world, Australia, New Zealand, wherever, wherever this airwaves go, Tennessee up there. Oh, we have gracious folks in Tennessee, all up and down the East Coast, North and South Carolina, Georgia, and uh, Virginia, West Virginia, and uh, I mentioned the other day we had never got a letter from New Hampshire. And I believe if, if some of you folks, some of you got to listen, got to hear the old Trev letter in New Hampshire, write me a note if you would, send it to me, or email me, pastor at Radio Mission. But we're bringing you this study on the Holy Spirit indwelling the believer. That's our topic yesterday and today. And I want to I wanna get back in the study at this time. The first thing I call your attention to at this time is that the Holy Spirit in you is to give continued victory for you over the flesh life let's remember this one great truth that in salvation god never builds upon the old foundation there must come the withering and blasting power of the holy spirit upon all the old flesh life and it must well you made a new creature in christ that's what uh, we talk about in second corinthians 5 17, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away, and all things have become new. You know the, the easiest way to tell if someone is a child of God, is he a new creature? Is the old habits gone? Is the old uh, ugly uh, vulgar ta- mouth been cleaned up? You know, my mama used to wash me and my brother's mouth out with octagon soap when we said something nasty word, <laughs> and I don't want to remember that time. But we didn't say many because she took she took a bar of octagon soap, old yellow soap like most of you probably don't even know about, and she would get out there to the pump or to the well and get a bucket of water and dip in that soap in there and put that bar of soap in our mouth. Boy, they'd have her arrested now, wouldn't they? But one thing about it, we learned not to talk ugly. Oh, no, it was yes, sir, and yes, ma'am to the, to the man we met on the street. No matter what color he was, we told our teacher, yes, ma'am. Most of our teachers were ladies back at that time, and we loved them. You know I love my school teacher. I still do love their memory. But let's get back to our study. The Holy Spirit never lays a chief cornerstone most precious, which is Christ, in the human heart until first he tears down that old building and tears away that sandy foundation. This is a great truth which is overlooked today in the salvation of the human soul. I monitor a lot of radio preachers at night and uh, sometimes on Sunday night. And I, I don't hear Anything resembling the truth, my friend, I do. I, I I heard one of the leading evangelists in America the other day, and he said, uh, if you've never trusted Jesus, say this prayer with me. God, I'm sorry I've sinned. God, I'm sorry I've sinned. I want to trust your son, God. Would you save me? God amen and he said now that's your prayer if you pray that prayer you say that's the biggest lie of the hell oh my friend I hate to dispute that poor fellow but he's not he don't know anything about salvation listen now let's go back to our study we'll find out where we were the gospel that is preached today which is a perverted gospel tells a poor wretched sinner who has never seen himself lost a fit subject for hell just to trust Jesus for salvation, and that's the basis of that mental, intellectual faith. He saved. Now that's what this fella told me on the radio. Then he comes into the church. He finds that there is no difference in his uh, in his old flesh. No difference there. He longs to do the same thing he used to do. He will struggle with it for a while. And then one or two things will take place. Either he will try to cover it up with his religious profession or go back openly to that old life. Let me tell you this little story I, I read somewhere or heard somewhere. This this couple lived in this city. They had an old polyparate and uh, they were church going people on Sunday and uh uh, Nightclubbing at night but they went to church this particular morning and the old parrot got out of the house and flew down and followed them down to church and lit on the pew right there behind them and uh, everything kind of got quiet and the old pew lo- old parrot looked around and he said roadhouse honky-tonk honky-tonk and the ladies turned around and said now you shut up or i'll take you home he said same crowd same crowd oh my friend my friend, I know, I know. My old trailblazer, Pastor Pendorvis, was not a religious person. Never went to church a day in my life till I was grown, and then only because my wife wanted me to go. But I remember vividly one particular night while I was dating my wife, I took her to some places that she had never been before, and uh It it, it wasn't a good place to be. Lights was dim and smoke was heavy. Honky-tonk music was playing. And after a while, we had another couple with us. After a while, she leaned over to me and said, Look, that that couple over there at that next table, they teach Sunday school in my church. (laughs) They teach Sunday school in my church. And there they were on Saturday night drinking and carousing. Oh, but my friend, that's the world for you. If you deny that, you just don't know what you're talking about. Let's go back to our study. We'll get away from those things. Listen, as is is we was talking about that individual on a profession, when he comes into the church there, he finds that there's no difference. Like the old parrot said, same crowd. He longs to do the same thing he used to do, or he'll struggle with it for a while and then, Two things, one or two things will take place. Either he will try to cover it up with his religious profession, I've seen that, or go back openly to his old life. Then you talk talk to that, that one about salvation, and he'll tell you, well, I tried it once, and I failed, or I trusted Jesus, isn't that enough? The truth of the matter is that the poor individual was never saved. He didn't know what the Holy Spirit conviction was. And listen, and the withering power of the Holy Spirit upon his flesh life, he missed altogether. Oh, my friend, he has, uh, let, let me go. Hold on just a second. He was uh, religious without life, profession without possession, religiously lost. We have a booklet here by Pastor Sheldon entitled, Religiously lost, story of his life before the Lord saved him. Now, let's notice uh, that takes place with the flesh. Life in regeneration, what takes place in the flesh after regeneration or salvation. First, let me make this statement it is taught all over this country get an individual to Christ. Load him up to trust Christ and his, as his personal Savior, and then you can uh, lead him to give up all his old sins, and he grows in grace and grows in Christ. Brother, this is putting the cart before the horse. Now let's let's get around to let's get around to taking. Listen, let me go back and state that again. Let's not get away from this one fact that the Holy Spirit that Holy Spirit conviction is the Holy Spirit showing the individual that all of his flesh lives, his natural talent, his everything, his everything that he is is under judgment of God. The sinner clearly sees this and acknowledges it. The sinner under Holy Spirit conviction clearly begins to see that and freely admits it. The sinner also sees all of those things. This is the Holy Spirit, this is the Holy this the Holy Spirit does before he leads him to Christ, or reveals Christ to his heart as his all-sufficient Savior. Now let's look like this, look at this in Galatians 2:20. Galatians 2:20. He said, "I am crucified or was crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I. But Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live, in the flesh I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Now, my friend, you notice that before Christ lived in him, he was was crucified to the flesh. Now, salvation, my friend, is the greatest thing that ever happens to an individual. I could say the only real thing that ever happens to him to become. Do you know what it is to be saved? I asked my people a night or two ago in service. I said, you know what salvation is? You know what it is to be saved, my friend? It's to, it's to be saved from, well, from hell, if you will, but to live eternity in the heavens with our Lord, fellowshipping with God's people, being taught of the Holy Spirit, the things of God, and then to see our Lord in face, in face to face. We have a song here we sing, face to face, we shall know him. And we will, my friend. That's the reason. Salvation is not some whim or fancy. It's a great thing. If you're not saved, my friend, you're bound for eternity, lost. The scripture says, for the fire is never quenched, And the worm dieth not. Oh, my friend, you remember the story of the rich man? It says he went to hell and he called out Father Abraham. Send Lazarus, that poor old beggar was named Lazarus. Send Lazarus to dip his finger in cool water and touch the tongue. Touch my tongue for I'm tormented in these flames. You don't believe in hell? That's your problem, my friend. One day, if you never come to know the Lord, you will believe in it. And I asked my folks here the other night, any of y'all want to go to hell? No, nobody wants to go there, but nobody wants to trust the Lord. They want to run, do as we please. That's right. But this is the old Trailblazer broadcast coming to a close for today. We'll be back tomorrow with another message from God's Word. Remember, old Trailblazer <clears throat> be here next time same t- station same time and then remember my mailing address Old Trailblazer Radio Missions each one don't matter Post Office Box 1810 Walker, Louisiana a little old town right here in South Louisiana where the Old Trailblazer was born and raised on a strawberry pad but it's say, Radio Missions Post Office Box 1810 Walker, Louisiana 70785 but my phone number here is area code 225, I'm sorry, 225-664-664-5674. Oh, my friend, my friend, tune in tomorrow. And if you would, send me a, send me a offering to help pay for this this time i had a lady call me the other day she said trailblazer you mean you have to pay for those radio stations that you're on i said yes madam we We'd have to pay for them they, they don't give them away they treat us good but they don't treat them don't give them away and remember i'll be back tomorrow with another study close out the week coming up friday and get old dan back to the barn and get him some fresh hay and maybe some some corn on the cob but remember i'll be back tomorrow And if you would, pray for me. Would you do that? Would you just say in your heart, I'm going to pray for the Old Trailblazer? Goodbye, and God bless you. The Old Trailblazer broadcast is evaluating response from our area. If you want Pastor Pendarvis to remain on the air, email or call the ministry today. Email pastor at radiomissions.org That's pastor at radiomissions.org or call 225-664-8658 225-664-8658 Let the old Trailblazer broadcast know you want the program to continue airing on this station.